next storyteller. Next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Your next storyteller. Hello and welcome to The Narrators. This podcast collects stories from our live events where people share true stories based on a theme. Your next storyteller is Ray Moore. Ray is a proud Denver native, a seamstress, and a longtime favorite of the show. She shared this story of sibling shenanigans in front of our first virtual audience back in May 2020. The theme of the show was Gray Area. So this morning, I was thinking about how when we were little kids, my big sister was constantly tricking me into taking the shit end of every deal, like always. And it wasn't really overt. I mean, it could have been. She could have just been like, I'm the oldest. I get to choose first. I was a very yielding child. It wouldn't have, it would have been just as effective, but she wasn't like that. She was real sideways about it. Make you think you agreed to this until it's too late. And now you're pissed. And like, for example, so like we shared a bed for a long time and um, we had this arrangement where we would alternate nights scratching each other's back to help you fall asleep. Adorable in theory. Um, But Every night I'd be like, okay, it's my turn. Go for it. And she'd be like, oh, no, no, I scratched your back yesterday. It's my turn. And I'd be like, I just don't think you did. And uh, she'd be like, no, no, I definitely did. Have at it, girlfriend. And I would be like, I'll take your word for it. (laughs) Only when I would hear the snoring would I then register with like abundant clarity that not only had this exact sequence of events happened yesterday, but probably like every day for the last seven to nine days. And I'd be like, idiot, but she's already asleep. What are you going to do? And then I fall for it again the next day or like so there's another time. <laughs> like, um, we have, there's four kids in our house. So we like all together wrote this play. Elena's the oldest. Of course, she was the director. So she was divvying out parts for this play. And she was wanting me to play this crotchety old man who everyone hates and that dies in the very first scene and is then no longer in the rest of the play. And like, <laughs> objectively, the least fun part to get in this play. And I'm pissed about it. We're having this argument. And she's like, you know, I understand. I just, my hands are tied. You're the only one who has plaid pajamas. And... <laughs> I was like, that's airtight. I mean, unfortunately, I'm the man for the job. And then like two months later, I'm about to take a bite of cereal. And I'm like, oh, my God. There was no rule saying that we could only pull costumes from our own closet. Elena's costume was a bridesmaid dress of our aunt's. Anyone could have worn the pajamas. (laughs) What I'm describing to you is a very particular curse in which you are plenty dumb enough to be susceptible to all manner of trickery, but not quite dumb enough to not notice or care that it's happening all the time. Like (laughs) I very much cared. (laughs) So it fostered this sort of like state of constant vigilance, like not just to try to anticipate and prevent the tricks, but also there was such a big gap of time between the trick happening and me connecting the dots to what had happened that I had like a permanent low lying state of suspicion that I might be tricked right now and I just don't know it yet. And so (laughs) I was really like dying to turn these tables, even these odds out a little bit. And there's this one summer that we were going to be gifted this set of bunk beds so we wouldn't have to share bed anymore. We knew it was coming and I really, 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 really wanted the top bunk. Like it's objectively the most awesome choice. I'm like imagining I'm going to be up there like Rapunzel luxuriating in her turret while you're going to be sleeping down there all cramped like Lazarus waiting for Christ to release you from your tomb. Well, I guess (laughs) not. I think that Rapunzel was trapped. (laughs) So not ideal. (laughs) Not ideal 
comparison. The point is, I was going to write these wrongs. I wanted the best thing. I want to know what it felt like to get the good thing. But more importantly, I wanted her to know what it felt like to get the bad thing. And I actually don't remember that well how I pulled this off. I probably just got to my parents first and then they respected the dibs. But when the bunk beds got set up, I scrambled up onto my newfound castle in the sky like, ha, you fool, how does it feel? And I'm <laughs> <laughs> totally unruffled by this. She's down there fluffing pillows and stuff. And she's just real casual like, oh, yeah, you know, I just um, hope you're going to be able to sleep okay on that rock hard mattress. And I was like, they're exactly the same bed, except mine's up here close to heaven and yours is down on the dumb ground where dumb animals sleep. So <laughs> suck it. And still so doesn't care. She's tying stuff up, starts like touching, exploring her new bed. And she's like, oh, oh my, oh my God, this is the most amazing bed I've ever touched in my whole life. I didn't even know they made them this soft. And I was like, okay, well, if yours is, then so is mine because they're the same, except your shame. And She's still not going for it, ooing and eyeing down there. I'm getting more and more fuming. And slowly, her oohs and ahs build into a crescendo of breaking into literal song. I'm not exaggerating. This is exactly what it sounded and looked like. She went, You got a hard rocky lump for a mattress. I got a nice cushy soft little mattress. Hard rocky lump. Nice cushy soft. Ah. <laughs> and then back around to the beginning. You got a hard rocky lump for a mattress. <laughs> it's like the song that never ends, but it just like circles and circles in perpetuity, no beginning or end. And I'm hanging upside down off this bunk bed, like, stop singing that. They're exactly the same. Until we burn ourselves out. So I was later she's passed out asleep and i'm laying awake at like three o'clock in the morning in my bunk bed going i don't remember why i chose this bed <laughs> did she want me to i can't no. remember <laughs> probably wanted this because it sucks i mean obviously look at our current situation she's down there slumbering away like baby Jesus in the womb of motherfucking Mary. And I'm up here on the cement slabs sweltering in the outrageous altitude. God, I mean, <laughs> I know why she wanted this. It was in case the end times happen. I mean, I'm positioned like a literal physical shield between her and the fire and brimstone that will raise from the sky, you idiot. <laughs> and so I can enjoy a second of having this bed for the whole year we live there. Day after day, she's having these magical adventures down below me. One day it's a pirate ship. Another day it's like the palace of Cleopatra or like a password protected clubhouse where all my guesses are wrong, including the guess I just saw work for someone else. Like <laughs> once she spent an entire afternoon with um, a broom paddling off the sides of it, singing just around the river bend. <laughs> I'm brooding up on my top bunk, stuck the fuck up here like a total sucker, too far away from the water to paddle shit. So. <laughs> A year later, miracle of miracles, my parents decide to rearrange the sleeping situations, Elena's getting her own room, my little sister's moving in with me, and this was my fucking chance to right the wrongs of history, because what was I thinking? I was going to get the upper hand with my big sister. She's older, but the little sister, I'm the big sister to her, bitch, and she's going to feel this shame. And so when my mom asked me if I wanted to keep the bunk that I had or switch, I was like, that fucking chance. I will assume the throne of Elena's magical kingdom, obviously. Which, <laughs> Allison didn't even fight me on it. She was like, oh great, it's gonna be like a tree house inside. And I was like, oh yeah, you keep thinking that bitch. <laughs> and so we move in, both slide into our new beds. And 
I'm like, ha ha, you fool. Good luck sleeping on that rock hard mattress. And she's like, hey, thanks, you too. And I was like, not my, yours. Yours is the bad one. I wait until I turn this into a clubhouse and you're going to hate yourself. And she was like, great, I'll see you there. And I was like, <laughs> I guess if you don't come, then it's going to be just me. But that's not the point. And so, I mean, I didn't want to have to do this, you guys. It's my baby sister. I'm not trying to go for the jugular, but you didn't give me a choice here. So it was time for the big guns. And I was like, you got a hard rocky lump for a mattress. <laughs> she slept with the mattress. Hard rocky lump. Nice because she sucked. Oh. Oh. I her around for my second lip. I know she's up there just snapping and clapping away like you <laughs> And going round and round and louder and louder. And she's starting to catch on like. <laughs> so now we're just singing it together and it's getting more rhythmic and more melodic and kind of not really even that mean at all now that I think about it. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh my God. Not only did Elena not trick me into taking the top bunk, not only am I apparently incapable of tricking anyone else, but nobody will ever be better at fucking tricking me than I am. And that <laughs> is serious shit to be staring the barrel down of at nine years old. By the way, remains true to this day. So that's awesome. The, that's all black and white right there, folks. <laughs> the Narrators is produced by me, Ron Doyle, and Aaron Rollman, with help from Karen Wachtel, Jesse Witten, Scott Carney, and Sydney Crane. Karen edited this episode. Special thanks to all of our sponsors, Bumport Theater Company, Illegal Pete's, From the Hip Photo, and Great Divide Brewing Company. Our theme music is by Whalehawk, and we'd also like to thank Tanks, who provided the outro music you're listening to right now. You can find a link to their music in the show notes for this episode. As always, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at our website, thenarrators.org. Thanks so much for listening. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah.